Shalom, Shalom, Mabracha. A good Nerev Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Ekev, Tavshin, Pei Beis. We're here together to put Dvatera on the Pasha. The Dvatera's Luzchus Rafu Shlema, Rafu Chaim Shayosha, Ben Baba Rafkechayev, Shlema Ben Esther, Berachmo Ketan Basleya. They should all be Zechah to complete Rafu of a Karavamash. There's a pasuk in the this week's pasha, Akev. So, so many phenomenal <laughs> cliches, but of course we're talking the very terror, so we cannot use that word. It's 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 uh, not even nearly as descriptive. So much is lost in the English translation. But let's try to stay to the point here. <laughs> We should know, a person should realize that as a man, as Mechanech, corrects, guides his child, so too Hashem guides you, corrects you, helps you along. Um, it's a multifaceted word, Yasrecha, Miyasrecha. The Targum, Yonis and Targum Uncle is translated a little bit differently. Safe call safe. Again, everything's lost in translation. We do the best we can. I have a story, uh, my own personal little tidbit. Uh, years ago, when I would substitute young classes in Lamude Kaidish in the morning, say first, second, third grade, whatever it might be, and you'd chaze the chumash with them, so you know you you have your uh, linguistics the way you speak and you translate, and there are times. Uh, more than once, sometimes twice a day, that uh, the Rebbe would translate a word slightly different, and the kids would, some of them, would correct the substitute, myself. And, of course, at that point, I would ask to use the Rebbe's sheets, but I would have to explain what was going on um, and explain that Lashon Kaidish is the perfect language, and when you describe something that's perfect, you come up with many words. And, of course, broke it down to their level, you know, and I went on, the whole world revolves around the Torah and the Russian Kaidish. So there's many different multifaceted words, but we'll stick with the basics. Corrected, Hashem corrects. Okay. The Sefer Berchas Avi, written, Luzech Nishmas, Rabbi Yehuda HaLevi ben Chaim Shalim, and the Shomer should have an Aliyah. Uh, by his son, by Avi, and uh, it's filled with beautiful divaytaya. It's a green sefer with uh, silver lettering. Okay, <laughs> to the pasha. V'yedata im levavecha ki kashei yasei ish aspenari Hashem alikechem yasrech. I'm a farshim. Explain each one according to his understanding, the intuition of this pasuk. What exactly is the example of a father that corrects? A child. On a simple understanding, it seems that the purpose of the Pasuk is to demonstrate, just as a father wants to be mechanic, to correct his child for the benefit of the child, even though at the time it might not seem that way to the child, he might not realize, recognize the benefit that he's inherently absorbing from the lesson, still in all, it's surely from the love of the father 
who wants his child to go in the way, the proper way. Now, even if it's a pass to the child, that the father is not doing it, it's still no, it's surely done from love. And the, and the father of this child who's correcting him wants his child to go into the proper way. So too, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu corrects a person, his own children, it's not done through anger or retribution, only for the benefit and the goodness through because of the love HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for his children. And so the Torah and the Torah and the Gorb Ba'adir Salio says, and so too we see from the words of the Smag, Mitzvah Sayyid Zayin, Meaning to say, a person has to reinforce, to speak out, that when something happens to a person or a situation, that has to be defined that it's for their best. It has to be, uh, obviously, the proper sensitivities. But you have to be matzik the way of Hashem and say it's a tevasai and not because Hashem seeking the kama. The Sefer continues, Berkasavi says, I heard from my brother-in-law, Hagoyin of Ephraim Grosnashlita, that at the time when Hagoyin of Don Segel went to be Menachem of Shmuel Birnbaum, when Shmuel Birnbaum was sitting Shiva for his son, Allah Shalom, and Rav Dun mentioned to Rav Shmuel that many years prior, Rav Shmuel spoke out in the Shmuz, to the Bnei Yeshiva and the Mir Yeshiva, that the Pasuk in Bereshus Chavzayin Aleph, but the Kehenon Ein of Meroiz, regarding Yitzchak by the Akeda. When Yitzchak was bounded on top of the Mizbeach and his father wanted to shecht him, at that point in time, Hashem opened Niftchu Hashemayim and the Malachi Asheris saw what was doing and they cried. And their tears fell down and fell on Yitzchak's eyes and that's the reason Yitzchak became Kahis uh, Enoi. Reb Don reminded Reb Shmuel, he asked that Reb Shmuel asked the Kasha on Shmuel's. Why did Shemayim need to be opened? Why did the Malachim have to have Shemayim open for them to see what was doing? Reb Shmuel, Reb Don said, Reb Shmuel, you said in the Shmuel's that the explanation is that only after the Shemayim was opened and the Malachim were able to see the world as it is, in the kior, the akor, the the how unruly it might be. At that point, the malachim started to cry of what they, what seemed to appear as bad. The world, uh, the malachim and shemayim living in a perfect place. Now with the shemayim open, without the barrier of shemayim to see things through, and they saw things as they were in this world, as they appear in this world, and it seemed like bad. But in Shemaim, everything's enlightened and clear, and there's no reason for tears. That's the end of the Shmuz that Reb Dun reminded of Shmuel when he was being Menachem Avalon. Berchus Avi brings down another Mahalach in the name of Yitzchak, the Levi Yitzchak, maybe Baditchov, 
brought down the Sefer Yalka Rebbe Levi Yitzchak in the Nibadetra. It's just like a father at the time when he's forced to correct the son, to be mechanic the son, to, to take action. The father's heart is pained within him. And he is saddened at the fact that now he has to take a step that potentially might uh, make his child feel bad. So too, Hashem is at the time that a person is pained. There's a Lushen being used there. The Lushen the Gemara uses the Sanhedrin. Kalaini Mereshi, Kalaini Mezari. I am pained in my head, I am pained in my arms. Ad Kandavar. Meaning to say, Akadish Baruch is pained because he has to potentially cause pain to a person. We also find a Gemara in Tainus, Tazayin Amadal, that when they make a Tainus for Gishamim, and the brick down out to the Rechoiv, they place Efe Makla on the Aaron Akkadish. They place ashes. Why? Because the Pasuk in Tehillim, Imi and Echibetzara, to show that Kajibaruchu too is pained by the fact that there's a drought. Or because of the Pasuk, Bechal Tzarasim, like Tzar, or the Tzar is Hakadishbaruchu has Tzar. The understanding is Hakadishbaruchu, when he corrects a person for their benefit and from their love. That's the ultimate. And it's not because HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks forward or wants to uh, pain a person. That's not the goal and obviously not the purpose. But Saif Kol Saif, a person is in pain. And therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also pain that the person himself is Mitzayah's pain on us. And a person, from his point of standing, his, stand, his viewpoint, even though he has to be makabal everything with love and just as just like you can be on bed, you have to be on in any way it's not a factor of, of being it shouldn't be a, a lessening of your moon and Hashem or not recognizing and not being makabal accepting the painfulness with love this, the fact that causes him pain, it shouldn't prevent him from feeling a love. Because in actuality, this pain, it, it does pain him. And the tachlis of Yisurim, of the painful events, is so a person should be pained. Uh, but together, together with this pain, he should still compartmentalize and be macabre with with love uh, for the good that Kodesh Baruch is showing him and correcting him. The Bechazavi ends off with a question. Back to the Malachim. The Malachim, Lamaisa, what was the purpose? Why did they cry? Because if a Kodesh Baruch feels the pain of a person, so why are the Malachim, why are the Malachim crying when they look through without the... Uh, without the barrier of Shavayim, in other words, they look directly on this world and they see the lack of good, so to speak. So perhaps you can say to Allah, I'm not crying on the pain factor because this is something that is obviously in Shavayim as well when they, when a person's in pain, because Baruch is in pain, something recognizable in Shavayim. 
you could say maybe Malachim were crying or what appeared to them as Yitzchak about to be slaughtered, about to be shechted. Why? Because the Pasuk said, Ki bi Yitzchak, I will call Yitzchak, he will be my, my children will descend from him. And if so, Yitzchak would be shechted, where would Klai Yitzchak come from? And that's what it seemed like without the barrier of Shemayin to Malachim when they looked down at the Mesa of the Yakeda. But in Shemayim, when everything is known, there was a knowledge that Kadesh Baruch Hu did not have a kavon of Avram to actually slaughter Yitzchak. And therefore, in Shemayim, there would have been no reason for tears. But now that Shemayim was opened and the Malachim saw something in a way that a human would perceive it, that was why they cried. Okay. We should all be Zaychataka to recognize the Taivasa in all, in all parts of life. To be macabre, the Hava sometimes is challenging, sometimes we don't know, and we don't realize why things are, and the pains and purposes many times for the pain, and still all we, we have to believe. We believe in Akadish Baruch and all is the Taivasa. And uh, of course, Akadish Baruch sometimes misserve people for the Scha. And uh be misspelled, be misspelled, it's how I should end. Okay, good job is good job is called